I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, hey, this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast. And I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into the Big games of the B1G. Let's go ahead and do some housekeeping, right? Go to YouTube. Like and subscribe or just subscribe. Hit the bell. Whatever the hell you want to do. It's cool. Because I'm getting ready to post some stuff. All the reaction episodes are going to be posted. Listen, I'm doing this independently. So it's at my own pace. I'm a busy dude. I I want you guys to enjoy all the content that I can put out there. But let's face it, I got to make money. So real job po- sometimes uh, beats out the podcast. I hate to say it, even though I fucking love this podcast. Then go to the social media portion of this, which is the Michigan Maniac Podcast Facebook page, fan page, and then also the Instagram page. Um, also, guys, if you want, please, whatever platform you listen to this on, if, if you're allowed to rate it and give a review, I don't even care if it's a one-star review, hit me up, DM me on Instagram, let me know you did it, give me your full name and your address, and what platform you did it, I'll check it out, I'll send you a free post, I mean a free poster, a free sticker, it's a pretty good sticker, man, it's free, it's pretty awesome, it's made well, Come on, man. Actually, you know, to be quite honest, I've been getting hit up a lot lately, in which I'm super excited because that means our numbers are going up, and it's starting. I'm starting to see the trend. It's great. I am super excited about what you guys are starting to do and starting to like about this podcast. Uh, it's been fantastic. So, let's get into, oh, before we get into the big games of the B1G. Uh, if you guys, please, I'm starting a new episode, which is Ask Me Anything. So please leave me a voicemail. Go to whatever whatever platform you listen to this on. Hit the show notes. Click the link if you want to leave a voicemail because they'll say voicemail link. Boom. Do that. Or just DM me on Instagram and leave me a voice and leave me a uh, question. We'll just write it out don't care i'm actually getting a lot of questions right now i don't think you guys are very confident in your own voices is what i'm thinking either way i don't care we're the strong silent type whatever you guys want to believe i'm into it i love the fact that this show is growing that's all i'm saying is i finally doing something that i love and you guys are backing it up and it's fucking fantastic so let's get into this this is the big games of the b1g Let's face it. There's not a whole lot of big games in the B1G right now. There's a few of them. Now, let's give you a few, just an overall view of the lame-o games of the B1G. And that will be Illinois versus Purdue. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah, okay, let's see if Illinois can keep the ball rolling against Purdue. 
Who cares? Purdue has got two really good true freshmen, Plummer and some other guy. I can't even remember his name right now, wide receiver. They're doing the great job and really literally replacing Syndergaard and more. Okay, they're probably going to end up, who knows? I don't even know how to pick that game. Purdue or Illinois, it's at Purdue. But Illinois just got off the super high of beating up on Wisconsin. It's going to be a great game. I think, great game. I mean, it's a great game for a low-level Big Ten team. I mean, what are we going to do? We're going to watch it as we're waiting anxiously for Notre Dame-Michigan to start? That's all we're really going to do. It's not like we're dying to know what the fucking result of Purdue-Illinois is. So who cares? Either way, it if they fight to a 50-50 draw, who gives a shit? Um... Then we got then we got Iowa going in Northwestern. I was probably going to win that game. Northwestern sucks dick. They are just a bunch of book nerds who are too busy writing book reports or trying to do fake journalism so they get hired by the fucking conglomerate of three conglomerates that won't only allow you to do real news, just whatever news they want you to do. So who gives a shit? Like, Iowa's going to win. Northwestern's going to stink. That's just how it's going to go for this year. And Nate Stanley's probably going to look really, really good because other than two games out of this whole season, Nate Stanley's look great. Boom. Done with that game. Um, oh, oh, let's talk about <laughs> the one that's on everybody's minds. You're going to think I'm thinking Wisconsin, Ohio State. No, I'm not. Let's get into Liberty going into Piscataway and going up that going up against that juggernaut Rutgers. That's right, Liberty Rutgers. I could take a crap right now on this podcast, and more people would hear it than people are going to watch it on TV. Who gives a flying? On that game, Liberty versus Rutgers, and I'm supposed to give you some type of intelligent fucking type of breakdown of Rutgers versus Liberty? Who cares? That's my most intelligent fucking breakdown I can give you. And if anybody else tries to do anything else, they're just assholes. So let's actually get into what everybody else is doing and what really makes a difference. All right? The number, well, not even the number one. One of the big games in the B1G is Penn State, number six Penn State, going into Michigan State. Listen, I think Michigan State, in the on the whole, is garbage. Garbage fans, garbage team, garbage coach. But they have a two-year winning streak against Penn State. And somehow, some way, Michigan State always tries to find a way to win the game. Even if it's they got to pray to the rain gods, which was about a year ago, maybe even two years ago, where the fucking game was rain delayed at halftime, where they were getting dominated in the first half by Penn State, and then somehow, some way, after the rain delay, came out and beat Penn State in the second half. I don't know how they did it. It was phenomenal. It was one of the... One of the craziest things I've ever seen Michigan State be able to pull off, but they did it. Now, as we all know, Penn State 
is a bullshit team. It's a front-running team. It takes it. It is one hundred percent just like their coach. It's like watching a little boy imitate their dad if their dad was a mental defective, right? That's exactly what Penn State is. They got fucking lucky that Ronnie Bell, God bless that boy, dropped the ball. Because if he catches that ball, 28-28, going into overtime, we win that game. And fucking Baldy over there, the number one cheerleader of Penn State, would have nothing else to fucking say. I can't stand that guy. I can't stand Penn State because I think they're a bunch of fucking no-good assholes. But either way, they still fucking beat us. So I'm going to pick Michigan State. I hate picking Michigan State. I I I hate that school. But right now my my anger is more focused towards Penn State and that bald dickhead they call a head coach, which should just be the head cheerleader. Um, I'm going to say Michigan State wins this one, even though I don't think it's really going to happen. I'm still picking Michigan State. Now listen, this is a fan podcast. I'm not here to give you numbers. And what I really think that the national narrative is, I'm going to give you what real fans think. That's what I'm doing. If you don't like it, don't listen. But all you guys are starting to listen, which is fucking awesome. And it is the best. It's telling me that you guys are tired of the old man bullshit podcast that you hear every day. And you're starting to love this. And I am so happy for it. So, Michigan State beats beats Penn State. Right, makes a statement because it's in East Lansing. It's going to be number one helping us out. Fantastic, right? Then let's get into Maryland, Minnesota. You're going to say, why the fuck did I pick that one? Because I think Minnesota sucks major dong. I know they're 7-0, and but name one team. Now, this is going to be a theme. Name one team that this team has played all season long. Oh, 5-2 and two, Indiana? Five and two Indiana. Is that the one team that they're playing? No. They beat Purdue 38 to 31. 38 to 31. Minnesota. Right? Maryland. Well, Maryland stinks. But before we get into how bad Maryland is, we're really going to find out how good or how bad this awful Minnesota team rose the boat because fucking Tony Robbins dick fucking PJ Fleck is over there just spouting out as much fucking positive horse shit as you can spout out for one stupid ass coach that's not a part of some teenage bullshit movie or fucking TV show on the WB like P.J. Fleck would be perfect for some lame-ass Dawson Creek reboot. If you were to mix Dawson Creek and, like, uh, Varsity Blues and make it one sad, stupid, sappy show, P.J. Fleck would be the perfect coach that you would fucking cast for that lame-ass shit. Like, all he does is spout out positive reinforcements. It's like he looks up positive means and steals everything possible. Who continues to say, row the boat after every fucking interview? It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Row the boat, you asshole. Who, you're at Minnesota, you're mid-level. You've played nobody all season. And all of a sudden, we're supposed to think because you play, you're 7-0, and that, oh my God, Minnesota's on the way up. 
Fuck you. Minnesota's going to play Penn State, Iowa, and Wisconsin in the next five games. They're not going to win any one of those games because they're Minna-fucking-Soda. They're the Golden Gophers. I don't care if the TV show coach stole clips from their games to make you think that will lose Minnesota State. They still suck. It's Minnesota. Now, I can change that if they win those three games. They're not going to win those three games. You can row the boat right onto the fucking shore. You ain't George Washington, asshole. You're just a dick face. Okay, now let's get on to Maryland. Maryland, they suck. They thought, everybody thought they were good because they beat number 21 Syracuse 59 to nothing or 900 to nothing or whatever the fuck they beat Syracuse by. But everybody beat Syracuse 900 to nothing this year because Syracuse sucks. They have a good defense, no offense. Way to go. That's just how it is. And, and, Minnesota, and Maryland has gone on to prove how bad they suck because they have one common opponent with Minnesota so far, and that is Purdue. Minnesota beat them 30, 35-31. 30, oh, wait. Oh, no, that's 38-31. My handwriting sucks. 38-31 beat Purdue. You know what uh, fucking Maryland did? They lost 40-14. to 40-14, and that's with backups in their key positions. Now, no one knew that those two freshmen would be as good as Plummer and whatever his name is are right there for Purdue. So, okay, whatever. But... Maryland sucks. Um, they also played Penn State. You know how close that game was? Try 59 to nothing. Penn State whipped their ass 59 to nothing, and we've seen what Penn State is. Penn State struggled to beat us when we decided we'd finally remove our, our head from our buttholes and start playing Michigan football. Penn State had no answer for what we did. So if they could beat Maryland 59 to nothing, Maryland is God fucking awful. Awful. They got that pigrum guy throwing the ball again. He couldn't throw a seven-yard out to beat Ohio State last season, and you think they're going to fucking come up with some godforsaken great season? Pigram. The guy's name is Pigram or Pigram or whatever, Seagrams. I don't give a fuck what his name is. It's awful, and he's a bad quarterback. Just the way it goes. He tries. He's trying real hard. I'll give him the blue ribbon for trying really, really hard, but he sucks. Okay, Maryland sucks. Mar uh, fucking Minnesota's going to go 8 no, and the whole national narrative is going, oh, look at what P.J. Fleck fucking uh, Robin's penis is doing. He's really getting them to roll the boat, guys. Look at him. He's rolling the boat. Oh, they're winning. They're 8 no, But yet they played nobody. So who gives a fuck? Okay. Now, let's get to the real game that everybody and their mother is going to care about outside of Michigan-Notre Dame, right? Because really, once again, the second week in the row, we are the highlight of the whole B1G, the whole national narrative. I know, I know, LSU is playing Auburn and, oh, the SEC, God's gift to football and everybody there that they all float on air and they all pass the uh, 80 yards downfield and they all run four ones and they all fucking kick ass and fuck their sisters and jerk off their dads. Whatever you want to say, yes, that's what, the AC, that's what the SEC is. Fine. Okay, we're the second tier fucking conference. But everybody and their mother's going to want to watch Ohio State play Wisconsin. And... I don't care. See, this is what irritates me about this fucking matchup. Is that I'm Alex Rodriguez. 
And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You have these national pundits. These people get fucking paid to spout stupid bullshit. Stupid 100% bullshit. And they will give you less Less facts than I'm going to give you, and I'm not even focused on giving you facts. I'm just willing to yell about games I fucking hate and teams that piss me off. Here's the deal. Mike Wilbon, Michael Wilbon, he might as well just be an NBA analyst because he knows dick about fucking college football. And he's like, oh, Ohio State's going to run all over and uh, beat down Wisconsin by fucking 900 points. And then he's got fucking that dip, that dumb shit from who was a quarterback for Georgia, David Pollock, I think his name is. He was no good at fucking Georgia. I don't even know if he went to the NFL. Because if he went to the NFL, he sucked. No one knew about him. I get it. I load planes for a living, and I shouldn't be able to criticize a guy who played football for a living. But fuck that guy. He has no shit either. He's too busy sucking the SEC's dick because he went to Georgia. And he's like, oh, Ohio State's so good. They're going to beat fucking Wisconsin by 30 points. 30 points? If you Just because Wisconsin got got caught slipping against Illinois doesn't detract from how good Wisconsin is. And it's a bullshit narrative that everybody's trying to push forward this goddamn Ohio State crapola when, God damn it, tell me one team they play that's good. Just name them. Name one fucking team that is good in Ohio that, that they played, uh, that Ohio State's played. What, Cincinnati? Because they're 6-1? and one? Oh, they've got the world beers that are Indiana that are 5-2? Oh, my God, Indiana and fucking Cincinnati. They're world beaters. Oh, my God, Ohio State. They might as well go to the NFL. Go to the NFL, everybody, because Ohio State's been able to beat the pants off of Cincinnati University and fucking Indiana. Meanwhile, Michigan has played three. Three top 15 teams, two top 10 teams in the same season. But no one's giving us credit for going 5-2. and two, But Ohio State's killing people who shouldn't even be playing football. But yet they're God's gift to everything. I mean, here's the fucking breakdown. And I'll tell you this right now. Wisconsin has a good chance to shock, apparently, the whole world by fucking even being within three points of these juggernauts of Ohio State. But Wisconsin, here, let's do it by fucking quarter. Points scored by quarter by each team. This should give you an idea of how good Wisconsin is, let alone Wisconsin, granted because of the whole debacle at Illinois, they dropped in total offense to 29th, right? But they're still the number one defense in the nation, right? Okay, now we'll get to Ohio State. They're fourth in the nation in offense. Once again, they've played no one all season. The one good team they played was uh, Michigan State, and they have Michigan State has two good players on offense, and that's it. 
two. That's all. They haven't played anybody. And last time I checked, they haven't played anybody ranked all season long. Let that sink in for a second. Ohio State, these world-beating assholes, haven't played one team that is ranked all season long. I think Michigan State was ranked 25th when they played them. You want to think, you want to hang your hat on how great Michigan State is? They're not even ranked right now. So if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. So if Michigan, if Michigan gets discounted for how every team they play that was once in the top 15 or the top 25 that now are no longer ranked like last season, then we can't give the same fucking benefit. We need to give the same benefit to Ohio State. Fuck them. I don't care when they played Michigan State. Michigan State's unranked right now. They suck. So you don't get credit for the number 25th team in the nation. Fuck off. Um, then Ohio State's defense is ranked second underneath Wisconsin. Now, by the numbers, by the quarter, here it goes. Let me find it because I, okay. Ohio State first quarter. First quarter, on the average, scores 10 points per game. Wisconsin, 9.3. Going into the second quarter where I truly believe if you can stop Ohio State from fucking scoring their average in the second quarter, you can beat Ohio State, okay? So, Ohio State averages 22 points per second quarter every fucking game, right? Every game. Go back and look at it. I did it myself because I couldn't believe it. That's number one in the nation. But you know who's number six in the nation at 14.3? Wisconsin. If you even that out, if that even just happens, Wisconsin can win this fucking game. If all that, if all they can do is Ohio State can score 14 points or less in the second quarter, Wisconsin can win because Wisconsin's got the offense that is built to slow down Ohio State's offense. A run-based team first with a decent quarterback and a decent passing game that you have to respect. Because if you don't, fucking Cone will hit his tight end. I mean, Ferguson has shown. Illinois knew he was going to do it. So get ready for Cephas and all the other wide receivers for, for Wisconsin to have a big game because Ohio State's going to focus in on that Ferguson and try to take him and make him uh, non-existent. But I really do believe this is a true test, not for anybody else on Ohio State other than Ryan Day. This is the number one coach that he has ever co he's ever gone up against right now. Like, oh yeah, D Mark D'Antoni. Who gives a fuck about that guy? He's still trapped in 1994 where he's good. He has no clue he sucks, right? He has no clue. He's he's got football Alzheimer's to be quite honest with you. Mark D'Antoni has no clue how bad he sucks. So let's get that right off the table. But Chris has got a good team. He's got the number number 29th ranked offense and the number 1 defense in the nation going up against Ohio State. That's nothing to laugh about. And if fucking Jonathan Taylor can eat up Ohio State in that second quarter and not allow them to get moving and make those fucking great uh, uh, on-field adjustments, 
then Wisconsin's got a chance. Ryan Day is good in the second quarter and the second quarter only. He gets outscored constantly in the first quarter. Second quarter, he makes great adjustments. And, I mean, I'll give it to him. He's great at the second quarter adjustments. And then he doesn't do anything third. And then fourth quarter, who cares? Because most of his starters are off the field anyways. Now, third quarter, Wisconsin. Oh, no. For, uh, Ohio State, 9.4 points per quarter. That's also followed up with Wisconsin, who's got 8.3. Then you go into fourth, and it's basically the same. Ohio State, 7.3. Ohio And Wisconsin is 7.9. They're basically the same team. But all I'm saying is Wisconsin is built to beat Ohio State. I know Ohio State, from what David Pollock had to say, they're doing the RPO but on steroids. Oh, I get I get to sit at home and figure out all the great things I've got to say, and I get to delve into all things college football. And all I can come up with is Ohio State's doing the RPO on steroids. Go fuck yourself, David Pollock, because if that's what you're getting paid for, you're a dickhole. I work close to 80 hours a week, and I can come up with something better than that, you dickhole fucking SEC shill, you dick face motherfucker. So all you Christians out there this week may not want to listen to this episode, because obviously I have a lot of bad things to say using a lot of bad words. Just so you know, if you're listening out there, Grandma in Heaven, close your ears and tell God not to listen, all right? But I'm just saying David Pollock is a shill. Michael, Michael Wilbon doesn't know dick about football or college football. And Tony Kornheiser, as great as he is, should just be happy somebody's paying him to show up somewhere outside of his own home. So outside of that, I never want to hear these guys talk about college football because they really don't know dick about anything. I mean, Michael Wilbon is just always a... Anyways, I can get off on 30 minutes on just that alone, so let's not do that. But I'm picking Wisconsin to beat Ohio State. Now, maybe Ohio State is everything everybody says they are. Then maybe I'll have to eat some crow. But I'm still saying Michigan's going to win that fucking game. They're going to win it this year. We're doing old school Michigan. We're fucking Ohio State's way better than we are, but we come out and we fucking beat their ass. We're going to do it this year. Wisconsin's going to do it this year. And guess what? All you dumb motherfuckers who are using that Penn State analogy early in the year, and once we lose, you back off of it, we'll get back on board because, yes, Michigan will be playing in the Big Ten title game because Ohio State's going to lose to Wisconsin. We're going to beat Wisconsin. We're going to beat Ohio State. Penn State's going to fucking suck dick against Michigan State and lose to Ohio State, and we're going to make it into the Big Ten title game. That's what we're doing. I don't know. I doubt we'll make it to the playoff, but I'll tell you. You beat beat Notre Dame, you beat Ohio State, and you have a tough loss to Penn State, and you get blown out Wisconsin. If we can't make it to the playoff, it's just a fucking rigged system. I'll tell you that. Anyways, I know I'm a Michigan maniac. I don't give a shit, but that's how this is all going to play out. Fucking Wisconsin's going to win. Penn State... Oh, let's see. Penn State is going to lose to Michigan State. Minnesota is going to fucking beat Maryland because Maryland sucks ding dong. And then outside of that, who gives a shit what everybody else is fucking doing? Because I already told you how it's going to play out. So, guys, it is great. 100% great to be a Michigan Wolverine. I love it. I live it. I can't. I, I don't know any other way to be. And it is always and forever, guys. Go Blue.